This is the Sam Raihu Talks podcast with me, the Sam Raihu, talking to you. And so this is episode 36, I believe, if my tracking is right, hopefully it's right. Uh, And the topic uh, I want to start with is forgetting. I think I will approach these podcasts this way so that you have a little leg room for me to discuss whatever uh, is on my mind. And I found that over time through just speaking, ideas come up in my head. So hopefully this is a fun opportunity for all of us to think about something. And today it happens to be about forgetting. So just as an overview, uh, these are just some things I was talking thinking about just to cover the bases. Um, I wanted to talk about types of memory loss. So, uh, and then I guess times we forget the right to be forgotten from what I can understand. And uh, we'll see from there what comes to mind. And of course, the features for this week. So as a disclosure, I am not a medical professional. Uh, if you didn't notice, I am a giant lima bean. So anything I say is for entertainment only. I'm not good. And hopefully it's entertaining at s- to some degree. And these are my own thro- uh, thoughts. So these are my own thoughts. So just to cover the basis, there's uh, short-term and long-term memory loss. So short-term is maybe you forget something because some of the wires got crossed, some of the axons didn't fire in the right order, uh, maybe you got overwhelmed and uh, priorities shifted. Long-term is uh, getting some type of damage uh, losing memories, n- new memories, old memories, uh, things like that. And so to start off with, uh, sometimes we forget because we want to. So sometimes it's convenient. Uh, sometimes it's a, an excuse. Uh, helps us get out of certain situations, but uh, sometimes it's nice because it allows us to get some type of safety, some type of privacy. Um, and I'll talk about that more with the right uh, to be forgotten. But this is, uh, I guess, humorously utilized in films and stories when uh, uh, secret agents need to forget certain things like codes and whatnot or uh, get brainwashed uh, humorously. Of course, those types of activities are based in real torture, though, so I suppose it's not as humorous, but uh, I still enjoy stuff like Austin Powers and whatnot, where they allow us to show some types of forgetting that are humorous. And I guess in stories, forgetting is utilized a lot to create uh, problematic situations, so. Um, 
and that leads into forgetting because you have to. So um, it allows us to move on because if we let it stew, it will cause us a lot of problems later. And sometimes we legally have to forget, you know, quote unquote forget, which is essentially just burying those memories, those ideas, because sometimes you're working on a project, you got an NDA, and it sucks. You have to forget your work. You can't talk about it. You can't acknowledge it uh, publicly at all. You can't, maybe even can't talk about it privately uh, for fear of things getting out. Because I know sometimes you tell, I've, I've told some people things and uh, things uh, get lost out there that shouldn't be out there, uh, get released, I guess. But for most of those experiences, it's not been a big deal. But remember your NDAs and read contracts before you sign them. Sometimes we don't. That's why lawyers have a job. They read it for us. Sometimes we forget because we're only human. Wow, something's wrong with my slides. Uh, sometimes we reach our limits. We can't remember. Maybe some people are able to. I, I can't remember over 100 people unless I meet them every day or within couple weeks because that's just my upper limit for remembering people's names and everything about them but usually I can recognize them sometimes I can't because they've changed the way they look but it's there there's only so much that we can keep in our minds especially when we it's something that is like sometimes we're even get really good at something but then we have to do something else and that gets replaced and over time our skills get rusty so get not enough practice not enough uh, that I guess uh, testing and um, challenging our mind and that neuroplasticity stuff sometimes we get older I already uh, I'm still young so not uh, as problematic, but starting to feel like uh, certain things are overwhelming me, and so I can see why over time things compound and uh, it gets hard to remember things. Because things like birthdays, I'm already starting to forget because people have pretty much stopped celebrating them uh, in like the festive way around me, so. However, I've been finding that uh, definitely just doing some playing video games can help as well. Sometimes you're learning characters' names. Sometimes you're trying to follow a story. Sometimes, because those are basically micros. And those are simulations of real life, in my opinion. Especially when you're playing RPGs or trying to learn certain combinations of things, trying to experiment. Suddenly, that can expand your um, your memory. So you don't forget as much but 
when you stop playing a game suddenly those those piece those parts in your memory just start to fade and sometimes they die because hmm. you forget sometimes yeah I guess there's the delay of memory retrieval and sometimes uh, that memory is gone so I guess that those are two ways I think about forgetting because and memory and I think memory can expand uh, I don't think there's a hard limit that humans have reached but at certain times our capacity usually from our nutrition and our need for exercise and health really affect our way of remembering because uh, definitely when I was eating healthier uh, things were better like I could remember things better uh, I got more work done and yeah this it's a health issue and it's usually a symptom in my opinion rather than a uh, a core cause of illness sometimes you can't forget though there are those times when you have those memories that really get you you're you're trying to choose you're in a dilemma or multiple dilemmas you have analysis paralysis so you analyzing things and it, it haunts you through your sleep through your day um, and you just can't forget it and your brain can't stop processing it trying to retrieve memories that don't exist anymore it's like um, with computers sometimes you delete a file and then you know you empty the recycle bin and sometimes you try to use some uh, data recovery software and it comes back as fragmented or overwritten or uh, it's just gone forever so there's no backup of your brain <laughs> but I guess maybe if you prompt yourself maybe in theory you might have the ability to regenerate some memories or create new memories and try to link them. I guess that theoretically could happen, but I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not a neuroscientist or a doctor, so that would be cool. Just when you have fragmented memories, try to rebuild it from what was uh, there. But then again, computers can't really do that either. They can predict, but they can't create an exact copy but they can get pretty close I think and maybe us humans are able to do that in some capacity because we're able to heal everywhere um, pretty much everywhere just he healing process can be improper and most of the time incomplete so um, that's why we have scars and stuff but maybe we can heal our minds as well but yeah so sometimes we run into that awkward uh, time when someone forgets about us or we forget about someone uh, it's a very awkward time uh, and the best response that I've had is just acknowledge and accept and just treat each other with respect unless that person's out to get you your ultimate rival mm. 
they're, they're out to get you, get revenge for something like uh, you getting the last soba noodle or something like that. I've been ro watching uh, Ron Mahaff, so that's why I just keep thinking about that. And the same for when uh, you forget someone. So it's most of the time for me, it's forgetting their name. Because I can bring up the memory once I see their face. Uh, but once it gets, um, but sometimes they change their appearance, like I mentioned before. So it becomes a, uh, I guess, sort of, sort of this gap in my memory. I, and, you know, when, when I don't acknowledge it and don't accept it, I, I feel quite guilty usually uh and now i try to, to get rid of that feeling by just acknowledging it because at the end of the day that's just how it how it goes if they're going to be around you i mean it's just a sign of respect hey i i forgot your name but uh i recognize you from somewhere um or like they come up to you and they're like hey so and so like hey samurai guy um, it's been a while and you look at them and you're like, um, Hey, yeah, uh, what's up? Uh, I don't re really, I think w I've met you somewhere. I don't remember. Could you give me your name again? And that allows you to create that dialogue because oftentimes I run into that issue of, Oh, Oh no, it's it's a mess if you're trying to be like hey you hey hey guy hey girl uh, you know gal or or um hey dude you know it gets a bit messy especially with conversations when part of you is trying to avoid some issue with that like miss trying to figure out who they are <laughs> Too much processing, too much extra processing when all you can do is just, all you need to do is just ask. Um, I definitely have had fun scenarios like that. And I know at times I've asked someone four or five times their name and I just cannot click. The ones that are more difficult are the ones when I have to figure out how to phonetic, uh, to call their name because sometimes their names are different and sometimes they have multiple names so one would call someone would call them this someone else would call them by their nickname and but it gets fun you know more more exposure more experience so less chances to forget i think but after you haven't met them for a while yeah, you need, like, for me, I write down people's names when I meet them. I uh, try to uh, remember their names because it's critical to me to actually talk to them. And, but names come and go because people come and go have one's life. So sometimes things, sometimes you can't help it. And, 
you know, you forget. But hopefully you'll be able to bring it back sometime. Because uh, most people have like a common list of names. So, you know, plenty of uh, Davids, Dans, and uh, Johns. And I guess Maria's, Mary's, and uh, yeah. Uh oh, now I can't remember anything. <laughs> Any names because right now it's like what are those names kind of yeah anyways you know who your friends are remember them <laughs> um, and uh, next off uh, the right to be forgotten so that's a uh, one of the subjects that is really interesting to me because uh, that's one of the reasons why the Oh, uh, I, most websites should prompt you f to accept their uh, agreements for cookies and whatnot because it's um, part of the GDPR, some type of EU uh, policy that allows people to have the uh, their data t to be forgotten uh, on request. Uh, and so that their data can be removed from the internet so now is this gonna is, is it useful I think absolutely absolutely useful is it 100% effective absolutely not some guy could or yeah some guy could just download that picture of you or that uh, piece of art you uploaded like 10 years ago and have that forever because there's no like self-destruct button on that digital art and even then people will probably find a way of uh, circumventing it but having uh, companies delete that data and because when it comes to data it's an absolute mess right now to in my opinion because even though I have no uh, not necessarily uh, a horse in the race right now I just find it feeling very icky when everything you do is tracked every piece of data on you is tracked and they can figure out every like anyone that's associated with you if there's even a tiny if they're being tracked then you can get tracked even if you're not even on the internet necessarily so that's why I'm hesitant to uh, put too much out there because uh, the way data un gets anonymized can reveal things about you surprisingly and who manages that data you know there's data breaches often oftentimes the people who get breached don't disclose it uh, people who get breached aren't even aware of it and so you as an individual how do you protect yourself and this is one way of doing it and I think that it's unfortunate we don't have a good way of um, because for me I do care about collecting data from customers. 
but my customers are their data is used to help me create better products that data is not for any other company to uh, acquire and use for whatever means that you know for political means or whatnot because my goal at the end of the day is to create a better product not to make money off of you but uh, as the internet exists there's only really two uh, main ways of making uh, money outside of actually selling a product uh, especially when it comes to service you either charge a service fee or the customer is the product so when something's free you are the product if something costs money you are probably also the product because they're willing to squeeze money out of you as much as possible as I've learned from certain um, breaches and certain issues like why did this X company have my data when I gave it should be at Y company and why did X company have such lax security that they got breached physically or virtually and now everyone's exposed like it's I want a way for me to be recognized as me while I'm alive but to have that be easily stolen you know identity theft and whatnot and utilizing such a weak number especially in the US to secure someone's livelihood is absurd and I've heard of cases where people who I guess I'll talk about it in a bit as well people who have who are still alive are thought to be dead and things about them are now free game because once someone dies who owns their data shouldn't it be deleted shouldn't should it be saved for keepsake for the family or uh, their loved ones but right now it's uh, the wild west of data still even with this uh, right to be forgotten and I think it's quite a scary time because you know you go on Google for a bit you go on YouTube you go on Twitter you go on Instagram and by the end of just going through a couple sites you have thousands of trackers going on to smaller sites you might have hundreds of trackers going to things like Gumroad or um, Bandcamp or uh, even games people are tracking you why why is my game so slow well maybe it's poorly programmed or maybe they're trying to keep keep networking data about you why is it online only 
even though it's a single player game maybe that's 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 the problem and so i wanted to also mention that uh, since i touched on it like a few moments ago should someone be forgotten when they die or should should they exist you know should should they be memorialized because we've all done embarrassing things on the internet so will they and sometimes things are horrific about someone or on the internet i heard the case of um someone getting into a traffic accident and passing away but it was all recorded and then uh, some uh, first responder uploaded it onto the in, uh, onto Reddit or somewhere on 4chan or something like that. That person's death is forever immortalized in their suffering. Shouldn't shouldn't there be some type of way for to pull that down, remove that? But once it's up, it's easy to copy. That's one of the flexibilities of the internet. And so. I guess officially having something like this will help mitigate that impact and so having some certain things about someone be forgotten would be great especially when it comes on but mostly f uh, for personal information whereas someone who's public their history of issues and faults and even crimes should be recorded. We all realize we're not perfect. And we realize that we have all have some type of paper trail on the internet. But when it comes to someone who isn't public, who isn't uh, trying to who is just an average Joe, Jane or Joe, you know, they should, when they pass on, they should be likely forgotten. Because they will be remembered by their family. Because to them, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, they're just a user, a generator of content. And when they die, they shouldn't, I guess, their accounts... I, should we have designated uh, beneficiaries when we die? Should we have someone who we give our accounts to, like when we have insurance and uh, when we have um, uh, investments? Or would it be like revealing your diary to everyone a diary that you had wished you had burned instead of left behind. I'm not sure. All I know is that I'll probably forget this discussion in a, <laughs> in a couple weeks, but I think it's something important to think about. And I think th that having this right is exceptionally important. And there are services like Twitter, I believe, 
where they allow you to download it easily and Google allows you to download it as well but uh, at the end of the day how sure are you that they deleted that data how sure are you that at the end of the day you are forgotten but on their side how do they know it's not just spamming accounts? How do they know who to deny service to? Because often you have to sign these contracts and then these contracts cause you to not be able to use a service that for some people is essential for the business. I don't know. That's why it's active research, I believe. Um, for the bit that I've uh, done research on it and yeah there's a lot there's a lot to forget surprisingly enough yeah and so on to features yeah so thanks for listening to my rambling I want to highlight these folks and uh, these works so give you a little s more things to do um, not necessarily on the subject for today uh, but yeah so first off we have artist of the week Julian Julian is an animator I don't really know much about them but their animation work is uh, fun and the people they're following uh, can help you provide a new world of looking at 2D animation um, like anime style uh, Sakuga stuff but check them out um, they're at on Twitter they're at uh, Julian underscore underscore B3 not sure what that means but probably means something significant to them and yeah hopefully you check them out uh, the musician of the week is Nujabes, uh featuring Sistar and Aiken from Sign uh, the track I wanted to feature is Feather the track that I really enjoy listening to and I've been listening to it for over 10 years now I think close to 10 years uh, it was kind of nuts to me because I listened to the song and then I realized that Nujabes was gone a few years ago uh, at that point but it's a uh, song about the craziness of the world metaphor and uh, yeah through metaphor and I really enjoy it um, so I think it should be on Spotify and on YouTube and whatnot so feel free to check out the song Feather by Nujabes featuring Sistar and Aiken the creator of the week is Jared Owen. Uh, I don't think I need to introduce him much because 
He has created great uh, explainer videos in Blender, creating great animations, models, does fantastic writing and presentation. So in his videos, he does breakdowns. He tries to explain everything as simply as possible, even complex things like a uh, pave hawk, I believe. And it just happened to be, I was looking up helicopters and I just saw that. And gave me a lot of understanding of helicopters. Uh, me playing squad, I uh, really enjoy. I, I'm trying to learn how to fly the helicopter. So even though it doesn't apply, uh, you know, one-to-one, it's nice to know certain mechanics and things like that. Seeing the complexity and engineering that takes place in uh, these vehicles and uh, objects and oftentimes everyday objects that he covers and it's like um, those uh, how it's made videos except he is a one-man show I believe so it's incredible to think that this is all being done by one really talented person who's put in all the hard work to get it there because uh, I watched a couple of his earlier videos and uh, uh, his recent video on uh, Big Ben and seeing his progression is amazing to me. I hope to uh, get somewhere close to there, but um, he knows where he wants to go and it's fantastic being on the journey with him. So I recommend you checking him out on uh, YouTube. So Jared Owen, cool guy. And uh, something to watch. So I I would recommend watching Idiocracy. It's a funny comedy to me. It's on Tubi uh, TV. Tubi.tv. And uh, like life is absurd. And this, this piece really makes it really funny to me. I don't really think it's... Uh, really it's not realistic but it, it has hints to uh some of the things that we experienced in our the last uh half decade over half decade now things are nuts but we should remember to laugh because if things are absurd we should laugh and uh if not to make our to uh recognize the situation as absurd then at least to uh, give ourselves um, some enjoyment out of it. We shouldn't enjoy the suffering of others, but we should enjoy, we should have the ability to laugh at ourselves. And I think that that's what this uh, movie allows us to do. Even though you might watch it and think like, I'm not like that. You know, I am in the best, I'm, I'm the right type of people. I'm, 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 I'm good. Well, good people don't tend to say that. Uh, they tend to recognize their flaws and be able to laugh at themselves, even sometimes when it's difficult. Uh, I know it's difficult for me to laugh at myself, but sometimes you, a uh, while after an incident, it's funny. It's, to laugh at yourself you're like why why were you so serious that is it's such a small thing and idiocracy allows us to watch 
some of these crazy things that are happening in our world right now in a new lens that is more comedic, less violent. Well, I mean, okay. Absurd. I'm going to keep using that word because it's uh, very appropriate. Uh, And some of the topics are a bit coincidental. Um, uh, But yeah, check it out. It's it's free to watch on Tubi TV right now. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for podcast thanks for checking it out and i hope you have a wonderful morning afternoon evening night wherever you are i'll see you next time folks bye-bye